listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. So I want you to look with me. Uh, and I'm going to read, you know, a long passage of scripture here. So I'm reading from the ESV as normal, 2 Kings 6, and I'm going to start reading verse 8. Uh, 2 Kings 6, reading with verse 8, and uh, I'll start with 17. So 8 through 17. The Bible says, once when the king of Syria was warring against Israel, he took counsel with his servants, saying, at such and such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, beware that you do not pass this place for the Syrians are going down there. And the king of Israel sent to the place of Syria was greatly troubled because of this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, will you not show me who is of us and who is for the king of Israel? He thought there were the words that you speak in your bedroom. And he said, go and see where he is that I may send and seize him. It was told him, behold, he's in Dothan. So he sent there horses and chariots and a great army. And they came by night and surrounded the city, around the city. And the servant said, alas, my master, what shall we do? And he said, don't be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, oh Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And so I want to deal with this this passage today and talk to you about it because I realized that this is a trick of the enemy to keep people from advancing in the kingdom of God. As I was praying yesterday, as I was talking yesterday, I realized that what takes place for many people is they look and they see what's in the natural realm and they start to, um, they start to believe that this is all that's possible. This is all there is. This is what they believe. This is all there is. This is what we're going to have. And they set their expectation. Now get this. They set their expectation about what they're going to have, what they're going to experience based upon what everybody else is having, what everybody else is doing, and that's a mistake. And when the servant came out and looked around and saw all of the enemy forces that were surrounding Dothan, immediately he began to think, this is going to be our story. This is going to be what happens to us. And that's why he was afraid. And that's why he spoke to the prophet the way he did and said, look, we're surrounded. Look, they're here to take us out. And I noticed, obviously, that the prophet Elisha was not anxious. The prophet Elisha was not in a place where he felt like, this is it for us. I guess we're dead now. No, he understood the spiritual realm. And see, the spiritual realm looks beyond what's in front of your face in the flesh and looks into the spirit at what's possible. And of course, we know Jesus taught 
that in the spirit of God, all things are possible to them that believe. Get that now. All things are possible to them that believe. So that means that um, your ability to receive what's even what's impossible is all predicated upon what you can believe. Get this now. What you can believe. And one of the things, it, this is really interesting how God brought this to me yesterday. Because as I was fasting and praying and pressing in on this, uh, and, and Carol and I were talking, one of the phrases that kind of came out of my mouth as we were, uh, I was meditating on this fact that I'm teaching you now, and then as we were praying, uh, this jumped into my spirit. And I began to say this phrase and pray this phrase, which was, Lord, give us an unlimited capacity to believe. Give us an unlimited capacity to believe. That's such a huge thing. I realize that. That's such a huge thing for the believer. Lord, give us an unlimited capacity to believe. Because what you can receive is simply based upon what you can believe. That's it. That is it. And see, the moment you can't see in the spirit, the moment you can't believe the impossible, then it limits your capacity to move forward and to advance in the kingdom of God. This is why the enemy wants so badly for you to look at the natural realm and set your own parameters based upon what's going on in the natural realm. He wants you to set your own parameters and think to yourself, this is all that's possible. This is all we can do. This is all we'll ever have. This is all we'll ever experience. Well, this is all previous generations have ever had. You know, this is all my parents have ever known. This is all my grandparents ever did. This is all everybody around me has ever did. And that's not the case. When you serve an unlimited God, he's able to do unlimited things. I want to say that again, and I want you to put it in the comments. When you serve an unlimited God, he's able to do unlimited things. And that's the key. And so I want you to, to get this in your spirit because it, this, it, this couldn't be more important than it is. If this is not functional in your life, then there's no way to move forward into the impossible. You've got to see it before you can hold it. You've got to see it before you can experience it in the spirit. You know, I was, I was um, listening once to, to Bishop David Oyedepo. And again, uh, just to give you this, as I was coming back yesterday and I heard that phrase in my spirit and began to pray it, Lord, give us an unlimited capacity to believe. Well, as I was hearing that, I came back and I put on the second day of their Shiloh conference from December. And he began to teach on, I mean, to my amazement, he began to teach on an unlimited capacity to believe. I'd never listened to that before. I'd never listened to that service. I hadn't got there even, and I'd been listening through the conference, never had gotten to that service. And, um, and as I finished praying that and come back, came back into the house and turned it on, he started teaching about an unlimited capacity to believe. And I'm telling you, it was the Lord giving me uh, a supernatural sign that this is where we've got to be in 2022. We have to be in a place where we have unlimited capacity to believe God. Unlimited capacity to believe God. That's the key. And so 
And that's what you're putting in the comments. When you serve an unlimited God, he is able to do unlimited things. That's the key. There's no limit. There's no cap on God. There's no cap on God. But what's the trick that we're facing? Well, the devil comes and says, uh, it's never going to get any better than this. It's never going to look any different than this. Look at the people around you. This is what they're doing. This is what they're experiencing. And, and you're going to be the same. You're going to have what they have. You're going to do what they do. And that's a lie. Because they may not be serving an unlimited God. And even if they are, they may not be believing and pressing in like you are. And so you have to get this in your spirit. Someone else's story is not going to define my story. Get that in your spirit. Someone else's story is not going to define my story. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Someone else's story is not going to define my story. I mean, how many people have you ever heard talk about this kind of stuff? And they're like, well, you know, uh, I know we preach healing. I know we believe in miracles. But, you know, I knew so-and-so. And he was one of the holiest men. He was one of the, you know, most faithful men to church. She was one of the most faithful women to church that I ever knew. And, you know, she died of this. He died of this. And so people then start defining their theology based upon someone else's experience. What a mistake. What a mistake to define your theology, what you believe about God, based upon somebody who is imperfect, who is finite, based on their experiences. You can't do that. You can't do that. And it happens often. It's not like this is a small problem in the kingdom. This is a prevalent issue. This is something we see all the time, that somebody changes what they're believing for. I had a, a, a guy that was a teacher, a Bible teacher, and um, he used to be a man of strong faith for healing, strong faith, believed, you know, had a healing ministry, signs, wonders, people being healed supernaturally. And all of a sudden, I find out later, his father passed away from cancer. Well, when his father passed away, it changed his entire view, his entire view. And I was listening to him teach one time and teaching in a Bible school. He began to teach a class on divine healing. Well, you'd think here's the guy you want. He had a healing ministry. He, he was operating in healing. But see that that affected him when he had that uh, issue that his father died of cancer. And he got up in that class and said, now I just want to let you know that there's many of you in this class that'll die of cancer. He said that from the microphone. There's many of you in this class that'll die of cancer. Some of you, will, and then he started going through the sicknesses as if to give us, you know, a precursor to what he was going to teach on healing. And when I heard him say that, and I had heard that he was a great faith teacher and I'd heard that he had all this uh, wisdom and knowledge, when I, and I was going to listen to him teach on healing. When I heard him say that, I closed my notebook and realized in that moment, there is nothing that I can receive from a man like this. There is nothing I can receive from a teacher like that. When you start your healing teaching by saying, now many of you in the seats are going to die of cancer, that's a proof to me that there's nothing you're going to teach about divine healing that I'm going to receive. Nothing. Not, 
Can you imagine beginning a class on faith and healing with a ne a, as negative a confession as that and still calling your, yourself a person of faith? Absolutely ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. And what happens to many people, I only gave you that story because I want you to know it doesn't just happen to Christians. It happens to some ministers that they used to believe God. They used to stand in faith. But experiences, the things of this world, have changed their mindset about what God is able to do. And you can't let that happen. And the enemy will use it to try to keep you from advancing in the kingdom of God. And so he started teaching that. And I said, I'm done. So I started to realize now, you cannot allow what you see in the natural to shape your belief about what God can do in the supernatural. Because remember something, the supernatural realm is far above the natural realm. It is what is in the supernatural realm that changes what's in the natural realm, not the other way around, not the other way around. What's in the supernatural realm changes what's in the natural realm, and it's not the other way around. In fact, it's never the other way around. It's never the other way around. You're never going to change, even when you're uh, doing warfare, spiritual warfare, you're never going to change uh, demonic power, wicked things, by the natural realm. No, the Bible tells us the exact opposite. It's not by might, and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, right? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So we understand that we are fighting a spiritual fight against spiritual things. There's nothing you'll do by the flesh or in the natural that will change the supernatural. It is always the other way around. It flows from the top down. What's in the supernatural realm changes what's in the natural realm. Now that's good and bad, but you gotta get it in your spirit. And you think about Peter when he saw Jesus walking on the water. And he said, Lord, if that's really you, in the midst of a life-threatening storm, Lord, if that's really you, call me to come out to you, command me to come to you. And Jesus said, come. And Peter started to do the impossible. He walked out onto the water. And I believe, as I've preached many times, he was walking on the word of Christ. And as he got out toward Christ, notice what he did. He took his eyes off of the word and put his eyes on what was going on around them in the storm and what took place after that. That once he looked at the natural realm, instead of looking at the word, he began to sink. He began to sink. And all of a sudden, he missed out on the supernatural because he focused on the natural. Get this now. Get this now. He missed out on the supernatural because he was focused on the natural. He missed out on the supernatural because he was focused on the natural. See, and that's the key. We cannot put our focus on what's natural. You know, even if the Lord has asked you to do something that other people may have attempted in the past. Don't uh, believe or expect that the results of your labor are going to be the results of theirs. Don't expect that what you do is gonna match what they've already done. 
Don't expect that. Expect greater. Expect God to do supernatural things through your effort and through your dedication and consecration. Don't just say, well, so-and-so tried that and here's what happened for them. They're not you. And I don't know, you know, and you don't know what they've done or what they've prayed or if they've fasted or if they've sown or what they've done behind closed doors. You don't know. So don't allow what someone else's result is to make you mentally define what your result is going to be ahead of time. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm not going to sacrifice my supernatural results by expecting that I'll have someone else's natural results. Let that sink in. Let that sink in deep into your spirit. I'm not going to sacrifice my supernatural results by expecting that mine will look like someone's natural results. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be you. In Jesus' name. Because the problem that we have when we, and I've been saying this to people, and at this point, I don't care if I offend anybody anymore. Because this thought process needs to be ejected from the church as quickly as possible. As quickly as possible. They'll say, well, what about... And you'll preach and you'll teach and you'll have this revelation from the word. And without fail, people will come to you and say, well, what about this person? What about this person? You know, this used to happen to me a lot after I wrote Blood on the Door. And I wrote about the fact that, and I pray and confess it and declare it, that I will never, I will never be at the scene of a plane crash. Meaning, my plane will not go down. My plane will not crash. You're never going to find my body in the wreckage. In Jesus' name. You're, gonna, you're never going to me, find me mugged, killed, shot, and stuffed in a dumpster in some inner city. It's not going to be me. In Jesus' name. And then I talk like that, and you always have somebody come up and say, well, you know, so-and-so, he was a powerful preacher, and he died in a plane crash. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, I, I don't care about offending people anymore, because I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll say this. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize he was the word of God. I didn't realize that uh, she was the word of God. So what do you mean by that? It's like, I don't base my life on someone else's experience. I base my life on the word of God. It's the most foolish thing that anyone could ever do is to make some other person's experience their standard of living. Well, so-and-so tried that and it didn't work. So-and-so believed in that and it never came to pass for them. They're not the word of God. And unless... You, can, you were able to look at every decision someone made, and you can't. You can't. Unless you can see what they've sown, unless you can see what they've said, unless you can see how they've conducted their life, unless you can see all of their choices to, make, to have clear analysis of their life and why things are going the way they're going, you can't make a judgment. And that's what you'll never have. You'll never have the inside scoop fully on someone's life. Just because someone was in church every Sunday means nothing. That means nothing. There are sinners that go to church every Sunday. So you can say, well, he was one of the most powerful. I mean, he was so faithful, he was always in church. What does that mean? What does that mean? He could, go to he could have gone to church every single Sunday and gone home Monday through Saturday and produced pornography in his, in his condo. Going to church, yes, it's commanded, but it's not the thing 
that brings you into overwhelming blessing. It's part of it, but you have to live your life for God. And the thing that people don't realize is that you don't have the ability to truly analyze anyone's life. Because unless you can look at every decision they've made, what they've sown, what they've said, how they live behind closed doors, and even the thoughts and the purposes and intents of their heart, you can't make them any kind of a standard for anything. And people do it. People do it often. And then they say, well, I don't understand. And the reason you don't understand is because it's impossible to understand. It's impossible to understand. You know, I even look at people, you know, when they used to tell me that about, well, this preacher died in a plane crash. It's like, yeah, but here's what you don't know. Did he have any men of God that contacted him and said, don't take that flight? Or did the Holy Spirit prompt him, you should ground this plane and not fly out till tomorrow? You don't know these things. And they said, no, I'm going now. I'm leaving now. Now, I know instances where that did happen, where people warned people, don't do that. Don't take that flight. Don't. You should wait. Don't go till tomorrow. Don't do this. It's the, in one case, the weather's too bad. Don't take off. And you know what they said? Forget that. We're taking off right now. We don't care what the weather report is. Well, they said that, took off with no wisdom after they'd been warned, and the weather that they were warned about blew their plane into a structure and killed everyone on the plane. You don't say, well, you know, you never know that the devil could attack. That's not the devil attacking. That's people ignoring sound wisdom. And so I don't base my life on somebody else's experience. It's one of the worst things you could do. I base it on what the word of God says. And possibility thinking and believing. Unlimited capacity to believe. This is a huge thing that we've got to get today. As we're, I mean, think about it. We're already on day 12 of fasting. We're on the back end of the fast now. Days of the fast are running out now. We're, we're coming to the end. Think about it. We're on day 12, moving out, and God's moving. But in, this final, in these final days of the fast, we've got to get to that place of unlimited capacity to believe. I'm not going to allow myself to uh, let the world set my parameters on what's possible. That's a good word right there, man. Get that in your heart. Put it in the comments. The world will not set my parameters on what's possible. The world will not set my parameters on what's possible. It will not happen in Jesus' name. It will not happen in Jesus' name. I don't care if everybody all around is failing, we will not fail. If everybody around is falling, we will not fall in Jesus' name. If everybody around is going under, we're not going under in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The world will not set the parameters of what's possible for my life. They will not. I'm not going to look and say, you know, because people do this. This is how the natural mind thinks. Well, you know, we're in a recession right now. So it's probably not the best time to start a business. You know, we're in a, we're in a time where the, the economy's shaky right now, brother. It's probably not the time to step out. Oh, prices now, prices on homes are too high. It's probably not the time. I, I don't even think you'll be able to find anything. You can't afford this. You can't afford this. And that's how the world thinks. Not taking into account that we serve a supernatural God and that he's able to do all things far above. 
right? Far above, exceeding abundantly all that we can ask or think. The world's not going to set the parameters on what I believe to be possible. So you build yourself up by ingesting the word of God daily. That's why we're reading so much of God's word. Faith comes by hearing. And then what I've been praying and adding as a prayer point, we're going to pray it today, that God would give us an unlimited capacity to believe. God would give us an unlimited capacity to believe. Hallelujah. Whew, I feel the Holy Ghost on that. We are going to have unlimited capacity to believe. What we see in the spirit is what will be. What we see is what will be, not in the natural. <clears throat> I'm disregarding everything I see in the natural. I'm disregarding every report in the natural. And what I see in the supernatural is what I'll be in Jesus' name. Glory to God. What I see in the supernatural is what I'll be in Jesus' mighty name. You have to declare it too. And he said, Lord, open his eyes, the prophet prayed, Elisha. Open his eyes that he may see. For there are more with us than there are with them. There are more with us than there are with them. That's the key. And so now we're stepping into a place of unlimited possibility. Get that in your heart today. You are stepping into a place of unlimited possibilities. Unlimited possibilities. Unlimited possibilities. Glory to God. Just put that in the comments today. Unlimited possibilities by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unlimited possibilities. And that's what we're going to pray here in just a moment. We're going to begin to pray that God would open up our spirit, man, that open up our mind, the mind of Christ, negate the natural mind, negate the natural eye, and say, Lord, we have an unlimited capacity to believe you. We have an unlimited capacity to believe you. That's going to be our prayer. That, we're, that God, just the same way that the prophet prayed for the servant, open his eyes and let him see. So that today, our eyes are being opened in the supernatural realm, and we will see what God has prepared for us. That's why the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 uh, and verse 9, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of any man the things that God has prepared and set aside for those who love him. Glory to God. Unlimited possibilities. Stuff that no eye has ever seen. No ear has ever heard. No heart has ever imagined. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. I feel the Holy Ghost on that. Stuff that no one's ever seen happen in your family. So, well, you know, nobody in our family's ever had that. Yeah, get ready because it's going to happen for you. No eye has seen it. No ear has heard it. No heart has imagined it. It's getting ready to happen for you in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank the Lord for that. And so I want you to set your faith. Because we're getting ready to pray and believe God that the impossible is being made possible in Jesus' name. The impossible is being made possible. And so I want you, those of you that are watching, we're going to take the end of this broadcast to pray. And I feel the Holy Ghost on me today. We're going to pray for the impossible to be made possible. Many people are believing that God will do supernatural things in their family this year, that these things will quickly come to pass. You know what I'm believing? Is that before this year 
comes to half over before June ends and we step into July, that every one of your prayer points for the year will already be answered and you'll have to come up with all new prayers for the end of the year. I'm believing God to move that quickly, that swiftly. As I quoted to you from Psalm 147, he sends his command to the earth and his word runs very swiftly. Glory to God. And so we're going to begin to pray. We're going to begin to pray. So wherever you are, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in tongues. Begin to pray in your known language. Lift your hands and join in with us as we pray today. Father, we come to you now in Jesus' name. And we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all you've already done during this fast. Thank you for all you've already accomplished as we've prayed and pressed in. And Lord, we're expecting even greater things because you are a God that does the impossible. We praise you for your mighty acts of greatness in the past in our lives. You've kept us from death. You've brought us into uh, wealthy places. You've increased us so much that the natural mind can barely count, comprehend it, that people can't even understand how there was such a turnaround in our lives. Thank you for those things, Lord. Thank you for keeping our bodies in healing and health. Thank you for keeping our minds in peace and joy. Thank you for keeping our children from wickedness. Thank you for keeping our homes from calamity. We thank you, Lord, Lord, that no acts of terrorism have taken us out. You've put us down to sleep and you've woken us up. You've woke us up in the morning and the only reason we're alive today is because you've had your hand of mercy on us. When many others have passed from death, from life to death, you've kept us in life and you're the only reason we're alive. You're the only reason we're alive and we thank you, Lord, that you're upholding us by your mighty right hand in Jesus' name and that that will continue and you'll lift us up head and shoulders above the rest. We thank you that your word declares that promotion does not come from the east or the west or the south, but promotion comes from the Lord and he alone decides who will rise and who will fall. And so, Lord, in Jesus' name, we thank you that we are in position for promotion, that as we fast and as we pray, as we seek your face, your word said, draw near unto God and he would draw near unto you. Our hearts are turned toward you. We thank you that January will not come to an end without us being in position for supernatural promotion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that all things are turning for our good and in our favor and that by the time January comes to an end, we will clearly be on another level in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. We will clearly be walking on a new plane in Jesus' mighty name for promotion comes from the Lord and you are looking to see who you can promote. You are watching to see who you can lift up higher and it's those whose hearts are turned toward you. That's us, Lord. I pray that you would do such supernatural things in the month of January that you'll uh, amaze us, that we'd say, Lord, we thought it would have taken uh, literally an entire year for those things to come to pass, but you did them in one month. We thank you, Lord, that you're going to do such supernatural things in January that people that don't know you will be blown away to see what you accomplished literally in just 31 days. We give you praise for that. We give you glory for that. Lord, we expect to see our finances go to another level as we've sown, as we've prayed, unlimited capacity in the financial realm. We expect our bodies to exhibit healing virtue. 
We're going to another realm in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that your word is entering into us today. And healing and health are the result of your word entering into your children. We thank you that our flesh feels the results of that quickening spirit that raised Christ from the dead that's quickening us today. Lord, for those that called in, that had prayer requests, they texted in. People that woke up with an attack against their body, an attack against their life. I take authority over it today in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you, Lord, by the power of your spirit, that that quickening virtue is making them whole today. That this broadcast will not even come to an end without that issue running out of their body by the power of the Holy Ghost. For we thank you that we have a covenant connection with the one who is the great physician, the divine healer, hallelujah. And so Lord, we give you thanks and we give you praise that your anointing is at work in our bodies right now. Your anointing is at work in our bodies right now. Arthritis is leaving right now. Cancer cells, just like you did for our brother. Every level is down. His cancer is on the way to undetectable by science. And so we thank you, Lord, that your healing hand is touching your children today and that we'll never be the same after this fast is over. For your word promised us that as we fast and pray in a way that's pleasing unto you, that our healing would spring forth speedily. And so we thank you, Lord, that our health and our healing is coming quickly. It's coming quickly. It's coming quickly in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It's coming quickly. We thank you that we will rejoice this year, that those of us that uh, the, the doctor had put us on medications, we believe this is the year that we will be medication-free in Jesus' name. Somebody begin to thank God that this will be the year that you'll be medication-free in Jesus' name, that the doctors will look at you and be amazed and say, what's been going on with you? What has been happening with you? Because I don't need to put you or keep you on this medication any longer. You don't need it. Father, I pray that that would be their story and let it come to pass very quickly. We thank you, Lord, that this is our breakthrough month. We receive supernatural breakthroughs in the month of January. We are starting out in the Holy Ghost with a bang that everyone will see that the hand of God is on his children in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Now, Lord, I ask you today to give us an unlimited capacity to believe you. Give us an unlimited capacity to believe your word. But not only that, give us an unlimited capacity to believe the, the voice of the Holy Spirit who is leading us and guiding us. And we thank you that we are led by the Spirit of God. And so, Lord, as we are led by your Spirit, don't let us just hear your voice, but give us an unlimited capacity to believe the words that you're speaking to us, to believe the leading and the guiding that you're uh, doing for us, that we'll not doubt it, we'll not miss out on the plans and purposes of God in our lives because we failed to believe the spoken word of the Holy Spirit. We believe it. We have an unlimited capacity to believe in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We are not those who doubt you. We are not those who fall back. We're not those that are retreating, but we are those that believe the just shall live by faith. And so we thank you, Lord, that we are living by faith. We believe the mighty word of God. 
I take authority over every lying spirit that would try to give us a report that is not the report of the Lord in Jesus' name. Every lying spirit that is not the report of the Lord, I rebuke that voice. I rebuke that demonic activity that would try to make us believe that some negative thing from the natural realm is going to come upon us. That is not our story. That is not our story in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, that we'll have nothing less than the best, nothing less than the best in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, nothing less than the best. We thank you that there's no demonic hindrance that can stay at work against our families, our children, or our bodies in Jesus' name. There's no demonic force that can stay at work. Every force of the enemy is being scattered by the mighty presence of God today in Jesus' name. Whatever stood against our peace, whatever stood against our healing, whatever st stood against our children, whatever stood against our righteousness, our financial increase, it is being scattered today by the mighty power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Scattered. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered in Jesus' mighty name that will not go through this year struggling and fighting and battling and battling and battling and trying to make it. We will coast through this year with unlimited faith and unlimited capacity to believe. We have violent faith that takes what God said is ours. Every giant standing in our promised land is falling today in Jesus' name. Every giant standing in our promises, is scattering and running from us today in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that there's not any demonic force entity that can stand on our promise. Its protection has been removed. It is bread for us, and we are well able to take our land in Jesus' name. We are well able to take our land in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are well able to take our land in the mighty name that's above every name. No enemy, no giant can remain standing in our promises in Jesus' name. They are cut down today by the rock of God's word, the stone that the builders rejected that has become the cornerstone, the word made flesh that's dwelt among us, the mighty eternal word of God. Every giant falls in Jesus' name. Every obstacle moves in Jesus' name. We thank you that today is our day of supernatural victory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today is our day of supernatural victory in the mighty name of Jesus. And we're not moving backward in 2022. We're moving forward by the power of God. Forward by the power of God. It's our year of divine possession. Now, Lord, we ask you, those things that you've set aside for your children, let us quickly take possession of them this year in Jesus' name. Some you've prepared for them homes, for they've never owned a home before. But this is the year that you're moving your children from renting to owning in Jesus' name. 
somebody needs to receive this that's listening and watching. This is the year that you are moving your children from renting to owning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is the year that you're doing such supernatural things for your children that they're moving from not owning, renting, condos, apartments. They're stepping into their home. And there's many that have prayed it. Many prayer requests have gone up. Many prayer points have been set. Lord, give us our own home this year. Give us our own place this year for our family. Give us what we need. Open the doors. And Lord, even those lies, that this isn't the time. The prices are too high. Do what you did for me, Lord. Cause those homes to be held for those owners. And I pray, Lord, that the current owners do what my uh, current owner did before he sold it to me and supernaturally drop the prices of the homes. And we thank you, Lord, that we will buy homes under value and we will automatic, automatically have equity as we sign the paperwork. That as we step in and sign those papers and close on those homes, that we will automatically have equity in those homes. Because we didn't buy over value. We bought under value because it's our year of divine possession and the Lord opened the doors in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for those that are believing for debts to be canceled. I command uh, every debt that was over your life to be canceled this year. Let this be a year, Lord, of divine debt cancellation. I pray, Lord, that the wisdom would come to people, give them strategies supernaturally on how to pay off debt. I thank you, Lord, that the resources will come into their hands and that debts will be moved out of the way. I thank you that credit card debt will be moved out of the way. I thank you that student loan debt will be canceled. I thank you, Lord, that small business debts will be canceled. I thank you that homes will be paid off. Cars will be paid off. I thank you, Lord, medical bills and medical debt will be paid off and canceled in Jesus' name. We give you praise for that. We will not live under the pressure of debt in Jesus' wonderful name, but we will walk de as debt-free people of God by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I ask you for those that are believing for family members, Lord, those that others thought would never be saved, would never come into the kingdom, let this be the year that we see even the hard cases come in and be saved. Let this be the year that tears fill our eyes as we, watched love, as we watched loved ones walk to the altar to give their heart to Jesus Christ. Let this be a year of household salvation in the wonderful name of Jesus. That those who have children that aren't yet serving the Lord, grandchildren, husbands, wives, brothers, sisters, mothers or fathers, not yet serving God, let this be the year that they come into the kingdom in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Move by your spirit on those who are not yet serving you. Draw them into the kingdom. For your word declares, no one can be saved unless the Spirit of God draws him to be saved. And so, Lord, draw them. Draw them supernaturally. Let them hear the gospel and let it turn their heart. Let it bring them from death unto life. Though they were dead in trespasses and sins, let this be the year that they're moved from death unto life. In Jesus' mighty name, Jesus' holy name, we thank you for that. Lord, let us make the greatest impact that we've ever made in the kingdom of God in the year of 2022. Let more souls come in through our faithfulness than have ever come in 
in the wonderful name of Jesus. More souls come in this year than have ever come in in the wonderful name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that it is our year to be active and successful soul winners for the kingdom of God. Give you praise for that. We give you thanks for that. Lord, I pray you'd strengthen your ministers all over the world. Strengthen the men of God that are doing the work of God. Those who uh, are standing for righteousness, standing for faith, standing for the Holy Spirit, and standing for the word of God. They, they refuse to allow the spirit of this world to taint their message or their belief system. Strengthen those ministers of the gospel today, Lord. Quicken them. Encourage their hearts in Jesus' name. Let this be a year that the men of God rise up, that the women of God rise up in strength and do what you've called us to do without any hindrance, without any opposition, for you are moving every obstacle out of our way. Lord, move every obstacle of the church in this year of 2022. Whatever anti-Christ agenda was set up to stop the work of God and to hinder the work of the Holy Spirit, I ask you, Lord, to let your fire go out ahead of us and burn up every wicked thing that stood in our path in Jesus' name. Make every crooked place straight. Let us run with momentum in 2022 in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Let us run with momentum. Lord, fill your churches again. Fill your churches. And Lord, for those that have compromised, that are no longer preaching the message, that are no longer standing for the Holy Spirit, no longer standing for the truth of God's word, no longer standing to see souls saved, but they've become social clubs and they've become uh, uh, just entertainment centers. I pray that you would shut those churches down by the power of the Holy Ghost. Let them come to nothing this year. Let every church that refuses to stand for the word, stand for righteousness and stand for faith and stand for the Holy Ghost, let them shut their doors this year and come to nothing and let those properties come into the hands of men and women that are preaching the word with boldness, preaching the word without any fear of persecution, that are standing for the Holy Spirit, not backing up, but standing for the manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Let those properties come into their hands in Jesus' name. Lord, shut down religion in 2022. Shut down dead, dry religion. The letter that kills, Father, bring the spirit that gives life. That's what your word declares. The letter kills, but the spirit brings life. And so, Lord, every letter of the law, religious, dead church that has no interest in your spirit moving on this earth, that's satisfied with the status quo, shut their doors in 2022 in Jesus' name and transfer those properties, the ownership of those properties, I pray, even debt-free, to those that will stand and preach the word of God with boldness, that will see the manifestations of the Holy Spirit and not be scared of the spirit of this world, the Antichrist agenda. We are not afraid of the uh, one who goes about as a roaring lion. For we thank you, Lord, that the devil's not a lion. He just is pretending to be a lion. For our Lord Jesus Christ is the lion of the tribe of Judah, of the victory tribe. And so we thank you, Lord, that our Lord Jesus Christ, he reigns above all. 
and that there's nothing to fear from the enemy. There's nothing to fear from the devil who goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Well, we tell him today very clearly, you may not devour us. We are not devourable in Jesus' name. We are not defeatable. We are not curseable in Jesus' name. We are exempted from being devoured. We are exempted. We are exempted. We are exempted from the curse, exempted from destruction, exempted from being devoured in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord, that this will be the most joyful year that your people have ever experienced, the most joyful year they've ever known. This is a year that you fill our mouths with laughter and our tongue with singing. <laughs> in Jesus' name. This is a year you fill our mouths with laughter and our tongues with singing. We thank you that we'll go throughout 2022 as we're stepping into our divine possession with a laughter that comes from the Holy Ghost in our mouths, with a peace that passes all understanding, that guards our hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. And so thank you today, it begins. We thank you today that it begins. We are filled with laughter today. We're filled with peace today. And no weapon formed against us can be allowed to prosper. Let this be the last day right now that any one of these precious people watching or listening suffers chronic depression. That let this be the final day. It comes to an end today in Jesus' name. Let this be the last day that anxiety attacks touch your people. Panic attacks touch your people in Jesus' mighty name. From this day forward, be free. Let this be the last day that suicidal thoughts affect the minds of those that are watching and listening in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you, Lord, that we are free and we will walk in total freedom throughout this entire year of divine possession in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. For we serve a God that is able to break us out of every oppression of the devil I thank you, Lord, that just as the word of God says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil, for the Lord was with him. We thank you that Jesus is doing the same for us today. Every oppression of the devil is being broken right now today over God's people. And we are running in freedom this year. We're running in total freedom this year. Nothing is holding us back. Nothing is holding us back. In the wonderful name, in the wonderful name, in the wonderful name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We give you thanks for what you're doing in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Now we praise you and we thank you that the things that we have prayed today are quickly coming to pass in our lives. In Jesus' name. You're well able to do it. And we thank you that it's done. And we praise you that it's done. We give you glory like it's already done. In Jesus' name. We thank you that it's quickly come to pass. We'll see the results of it in our lives by the power of your spirit. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Those of you that are filled with the Holy Spirit, begin to pray in the Holy Spirit for just a few moments. 
before we do anything else. Ko braste griandolo shekeni. Rebado, rokoste griandolo shapravata lekesti. Rondo rebebiasta la kataloze. Bravadi ke jembrondo rokoste ki andanamai. Brevesti ke mato roko hosta. Bravamba sikebria foshte dengrio. Rodo stigri antasta la bando regiama. Pefrosto rebedishe katanai. Brava reke dibra basta dogriam. Brafalo doloshte ki mendi angruja ze brafatanai. Befro kolo do rebebishte kandambra kaseli adoje gibra monde. Hallelujah. Now let me give you some, um, let me give you some updates about what's, what's happening here this week, next week. So um, tonight we are back uh, at the normal fasting time at 9 o'clock p.m. So back at the normal fasting time, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern tonight, we're going to be live and uh, we're going to be broadcasting, we're going to be praying, we're going to be uh, talking to you about fasting and prayer. So don't miss that tonight at 9 o'clock. And then again tomorrow night at 9 o'clock, and it continues on, uh, we start in Jasper, Indiana on Sunday morning. And so uh, revival continues in Indiana, Jasper, uh, we're there next week. And then of course we're home and we're going to break the fast with you next Saturday night at 9 p.m. Uh, and of course you guys know on that night, the 22nd of January, it's going to be a special breakthrough and communion service. So what we're going to ask you to do is to email us uh, or send us on the website your prayer requests and we're going to print them off and we're going to lay our hands upon them and we're going to pray and believe God for breakthrough. We're going to take communion together and of course as I told you on that final night of the fast we're going to bring the Lord an offering of faith that means something that sets us in position for this new year of 2022. So prepare yourself. It's going to be a phenomenal year. I'm just telling you, we ran through 2021. I feel we're going to extend it and we're going to run again in divine possession through 2022. So get ready. I'm giving you an opportunity and a challenge to sow your seed today. Information is on the screen. And I want you to do something that the Lord is speaking to you to do. Do something by faith. For everybody that's sowing in the month of January uh, at a partnership level of $85 or more, we're going to be sending you Dr. Lester Summerall's amazing story, Adventuring with Christ. And um, this is one of the most faith-building stories about the gifts of the Spirit that you could ever read. And then, for those that are sowing $250 or more, we're going to be including with that one of my favorite reads on this subject, How We Got the Bible. And uh, it tells you all the background, things you need to understand as, we, as we're believing, you know, that the Bible is not only inerrant, it is inspired by God. Every word is inspired. No man just came up with the Bible. These are two extremely faith-building books that we're going to send you. And then there are people that are uh, sowing $1,000 or more. Local university who teaches Greek and uh, other things, Christian, Christian topics. And um, he had never heard of that. And I was showing it to him. And he was blown away. He was like, man, this is amazing. This is amazing. I think this is going to be one of my favorite resources. It is. It's, it's that kind of a, it's on that level of, uh, of useful, and I love it. I'm always looking at it. That's our gift to you, sowing $1,000 or more. And then, of course, those that are sowing $5,000 or more, we're going to send you the Elite Study Collection, which contains all my favorite study materials as we're getting into deeper Bible study. Over 100,000 notes on Scripture. 
If you'd like to receive any of those offers as you're giving, go to miracleword.com forward slash offer. Fill out the form, let us know how you gave and where we can send uh, our gifts to you. And then of course, the magazine, for those of you that are subscribed, you should have already begun to receive your magazines for the new year. And if you're not yet subscribed to receive uh, our magazines every quarter, you can go to miracleword.com forward slash live. I believe it's even there on the homepage as you're scrolling and you can sign up to receive uh, our magazine and emails from us every single week and the magazine once a quarter and uh, it'll help you. It'll build your faith. I love you very much. I'll see you all tonight at 9 p.m. Have a powerful day. I'll talk to you soon. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.